Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, we appreciate you taking the time. Let's start in Minnesota. How concerned are the Vikings about Dalvin Cook's knee injury? Yeah, I think it was one of those things today that, you know, it, whenever you see a guy go down with a non-contact injury and then you see Case Keenum waving madly, hurry up, get out here, get out here. You obviously think the worst. You also think the worst when they immediately say he's out, not just say, hey, he's questionable to return. So, uh, you know, obviously they'll do the MRI, but I think the first this might be knee injury. You want to you want to let the MRI happen though before you you judge it with finality, of course. Peter, Nick Ferguson here, you know, looking at the Rams last year, of course, they didn't perform well enough uh, to keep Jeff Fisher around. Enter now Sean McVay and Jared Goff, and that offense looked entirely uh, different. What is the the limit or the ceiling for the Rams and Jared Goff at this time? Yeah, I talked to Sean McVay after the game today in Dallas. I mean, really, the story of the year in the NFL right now without any question, is the fact the Rams in three of their four games have scored 35 points or more. And so much of that has to do with the fact that Sean McVay has come in and basically said to this team, we've got good talent here, really good talent. I believe in this quarterback. I don't care what anybody says about this quarterback. I believe in him. He can make all the throws. One of the things he said to me today, Nick, was even with – all of the bad stuff that happened to him last year. He came in when he first met me in the offseason, the ultimate confident kid. And, you know, you you would think he'd be beaten down by going 0-7 and performing poorly, throwing more interceptions than touchdowns. But but he, he wasn't. And I think they started from a position of confidence, and Sean McVay, you asked Kirk Cousins, who, who really was a crucial guy to making him the great, well, the very good quarterback he is right now. And you'll see that he'll he'll talk for, for days about how McVay is. And I think it's all the mark of this team. Plus, hey, three new wide receivers, Robert Wood, Sammy Watkins, Cooper Cup, huge, huge additions to this offense. They know how to get open. Taking you around the league with Peter King from the MMQB. Conversely, Peter, the L.A. Chargers now 0-4. Another tight loss, this time to the Eagles. And watching that game, a lot of Philly fans filling the StubHub Center in Carson. How concerned are league officials about the Chargers failing to gain traction in L.A.? Well, there's nothing they can do about it now. They knew that Hey, I was in training camp this year in San Diego or in Orange County for the Chargers. And I ran into Jim Hill, the legendary sportscaster from L.A., and we were talking, and I I asked him basically, hey, if fans here had their choice, what would they want? And he said they'd want the Raiders. So, you know, really, the Raiders would be number one, the Rams would be number three, the Raiders would be number one, the Rams would be number four. And there just aren't many Charger fans in the San Diego area until you get to the very far south region of of los angeles and and beyond that beyond orange county so they always knew that this was going to be a struggle and look you're zero and four they're not going to have any fans come to their games if they keep losing period they're always going to be road games and you know you you could hear it i didn't see a lot of that game today but 
the few plays I saw, you could see, you know, you could see the, the Eagles fans there. So, look, it was always said that if you don't win in L.A., it doesn't matter who goes there. If, if, if you don't win, you're going to be like the Clippers were for so many years in L.A. Peter, all right, you know, the New England Patriots, Super Bowl winning uh, defenders uh, at this point, they score a lot of points. We know about Tom Brady being 40, but the biggest storyline coming out of New England is the fact of Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia's defense being rounding out the bottom as far as the amount of yards and points that they give up. Is this an easy fix, or is it one of those things that they're still waiting for the cohesiveness to gel with a lot of their new players? Well, I think one of the really underrated losses um, this year, honestly, with the with the Patriots, you know, I think nobody really valued all that much Rob Ninkovich, you know, as a front seven guy, a really versatile player. He was Bill Belichick's modern-day Mike Brable. And uh, so he's gone, and they really don't have anybody to take his place. Dante Hightower is not physically 100% now, and... And I just think they don't have any playmakers on that front seven. Now, Trey Flowers could grow into one. But, look, I I mean, this is why the season is four months long. We finish one month. Patriots are two and two. Um, I I still think they're going to win their division, and I still think that they're going to win at least one playoff game. This is a very good offensive team. And who else would you rather – have trying to figure out how to make this defense work again than Bill Belichick. Peter, last one for me. We know the Bills haven't made the playoffs since 1999, but they're off to a 3-1 and one start, albeit based on some injuries slowing down the Falcons today. What do you make of what Sean McDermott's been able to do at the outset, changing the culture of the Bills? The biggest thing that they have done is they have become the kind of physical team that Sean McDermott really wanted to do right at the beginning. I don't know if you guys noticed, but they had a field goal drive today uh, that they they held the ball for 11 minutes and 20 seconds. That will probably be the longest single possession of this year in the NFL. Guarantee you, when Sean McDermott meets with his coaches tomorrow in Buffalo, he will get up there and he'll look at the offensive coaches and he said he'll say, "Guys, that is a big win." for the offense because you're keeping Matt Ryan off the field for 11 and a half minutes. So I think when you do things like that, you instill a mindset in your players that when we need to play like the 85 giants, like the, the 92 Cowboys, you know, when, when they just try to mash the ball against the opposition, that's what the bills are doing now in this offensive line you know, is really been the key, most consistent point to this team so far this year. Peter, great information as always. We are pleased that we're tuning up our coverage here with you on TuneIn. Thanks so much for the insights, and we'll chat with you on Tuesday on NFL No Huddle. Sounds great, guys. Thank you very much. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.